the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, but not only with Pastor Emmy Moss, but with Sister Moss as well. She is here by popular demand, once again on the uh, radio program. Oh, yeah, they've been talking about her all at the church and helping on the radio. So now I got her locked in, friends. That's just she's locked in. How you doing, Mary? I'm doing pretty good this evening. How about yourself? I'm doing just great. Well, yeah, you sound really perky, so, yep, you're doing just fantastic. Well, you know, I would be perky like this if you were on with me every day. I mean, from Monday through Friday, I mean. I would just be turning flips, you know what I'm saying? I know you would. And most of the folks in the listening audience want that to happen anyway, so I'm just, you know, letting you know. Well, it's good to be here. It's good to be here on Friday. (laughs) It's very good to be here on Friday, so we thank God for that. And I'd just like to send a shout-out to the listening audience. Thanks so much for tuning in this evening, and prayerfully and hopefully this broadcast will be a blessing to you today. So once again, thanks so much for tuning in and gracing us with your presence today. All right, now, what else do you want to tell them about? What's happening in August? Oh, yeah, yeah. Come August 28th, I tell you, you don't want to miss this. And I'm speaking of none other than the Apologetic Boot Camp Conference. Let me say that again. The Apologetic Boot Camp Conference will take place on August the 28th. And that will be on a Saturday. And where will that be? Right there at none other than Strictly Biblical, right on site at 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River, Detroit, Michigan, and we're sandwiched right in between Oakland Boulevard and I-96. And there um, is a small fee, 
But, of course, you don't have to be concerned about that until you arrive uh, on that Saturday. Once again, that's going to be Saturday, August the 28th, from 10 to 1230. And just ask them for a $20 donation, and, um, you know, you will get quite a bit. Um, so we just look forward to seeing you there. Now, uh, we need to know of your intent. Uh, what we need you to do is just make a, you know, a phone call or two. And the reason why I say that is because there's two numbers you can call. You can call either 586-260-0625. That's 586-260-0625. And just say, yes, I will be there. Or you can call 313-933-9270. That's 313-933-9270. And do the same thing. Once again, you do not have to pre-register. Uh, we just need you to kind of call and let us know if you're attentive. So we'll know about how many people we'll be expecting. Um, we want to make sure we have enough materials for that event on Saturday. And once again, you will pay on site. Now, this is a mask event. And, uh, yes, we still would be adhering to the six-foot distance. Now, if you do not have a mask, don't let that stop you from coming because we have plenty of masks available. So don't fret. There will be there right there on site if you do not have a mask. Uh, and also, we are taking temps before entering the building. Uh, we're just trying to do everything, uh, saints, to say, stay as safely as possible during this pandemic. So once again, August the 28th, Bible Boot Camp Apologetic Conference. I said a little bit too much. It's Apologetic Boot Camp Conference, <laughs> August the 28th. Uh, that will be on a Saturday. You don't want to miss it. God bless. All right. Well, thank you, Sister Moss. That's right. So good having you on the uh, program. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And uh, Sister Moss, as I understand it, you have some questions that you'll be asking me. And so uh, definitely these are some uh, uh, good questions, no doubt, dealing with uh, some very important subjects. So uh, go ahead. Okay, I have quite a few questions here, and of course we won't get to all of them today, but we do invite you to call in and uh, give a comment, or perhaps you may even have a question. So that number is, what is that number, Pastor? Area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Bravo, you get a star for that. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we do have, we do have some, 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 some questions that... Uh, uh, we're going to uh, ask here tonight, and uh, going to start off with the, with the first question, Pastor. And uh, this question is: Why is Jesus called the second Adam? You hear that? Uh, so, so break that down for us, and, and, and tell us why is Jesus called the second Adam? Why is he just called Jesus and leave it at that? Why is he called <laughs> the second Adam? That's a very good question, uh, and it's one that's dealt with, I think, adequately uh, in uh, in the scriptures and also uh, in theology. Uh, the first place to go, no doubt, would be Romans chapter 5, uh, verse 12, where we look at Paul, okay, as he, um, uh, writing under the inspiration of God, lays this out for us, where he, whereby he says in Romans 5 and 12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, we know that man was Adam. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, Eve sinned as well, but Adam was the one in authority. Right? Okay. He's the one held responsible. Okay? Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. So death passed upon all men, 
for that all, it says, have sinned. For, then it says, for until the law was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude or the same manner of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him which was to come. But not as the offense, so also the free gift. Adam brought the offense, brought sin into the world. Okay? But also to the free gift. The free gift, oh, we know what that's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, that's Adam, many be dead, okay? because uh, we inherited uh, the sin that came from Adam and Eve, right? Okay. says, if through the offense of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many, right? So just as we fell into sin through Adam, okay? We are delivered from sin because of what Jesus Christ has done. Okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that is why he uh, can be called and is called the second Adam. One more passage to look at, First uh, Corinthians chapter 15 okay? uh, and verse 45, which says, uh, looking at this, uh, continuing with this subject, which says, we started verse um, uh, 45, First uh, Corinthians 15, 45, and so it is written. The first man, Adam, okay? so you see he was designated as the first man, was made a living soul. Mm-hmm. The last Adam, that's talking about Jesus, mm-hmm. was made a quickening spirit. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then it goes on to say, how be it, that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural. And afterwards that which is spiritual. Okay? Jesus comes after Adam. The first man is of the earth, earthy. But the second man is the Lord from heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking of John chapter 1, verse 14. And the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. That's John 1 and 1, verse 14. And the Word became flesh. Okay? Mm-hmm. The second man is incarnate deity. The second man is the Lord from heaven. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is where he gets that uh, designation from. It says in verse 48, As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. Okay? Uh, so, therefore, in Adam, we get sin. As, and then it says, and as is the heavenly, such are they also which are heavenly. Mm-hmm. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, that was Adam, in Christ, it's telling us, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Right? Mm-hmm. So we will uh, receive, uh, have our sins wiped away by Jesus Christ, those sins that, were, that we gained through being connected to Adam. Okay, okay. So, Okay, so that's where so those so, terms come from. Okay, so the first Adam, which was Adam, uh-huh. he just kind of messed things up. Yeah. And right along with the wife, yeah. <laughs> she played a part too. <laughs> so, um, therefore, uh, in order to get us out of this mess, we needed Jesus Christ, which, as you said, is the second Adam. To there you get go. us out of this mess. So thank go. God for that. All right. Okay. And all the biblical stuff, all of it right yeah. uh, plainly there in the text of Scripture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, then, and, 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 and I don't know if I listen to the well, they won't, they'll know shortly that we're kind of starting with A. This is like going to try to go from A to Z Yeah. For some of these questions. Uh, now, uh, what about the, the pre-Adamic race? Now, you have some of those in Christendom who believe that there was a pre-Adamic race. And okay, because we know that word "pre" means prior to, beforehand. Uh, you know, uh, so there are some who believe that Adam was not the first race, 
but there was someone prior to Adam. So what about that uh, theory or thought or teaching regarding the pre-Adamic race? We can banish that right away. There's nothing in the Bible at all okay. that speaks of a pre-Adamic race. Okay. Not a single thing. Uh, Adam the first man, Eve the first woman. Uh, that's it. Okay. okay. So there is no pre-Adamic race taught in Scripture. Okay. Now, what scripture are they using? Because now, I, I, I'm thinking that uh, they're trying to base it on something from the Bible. Well, so you know, is, there any, the is there here's any the passages anywhere in Genesis? No, here's the problem that many don't. Okay. You have a lot of things that uh, people teach mm -hmm. that are actually what we would call in hermeneutics extra-biblical. Okay. okay? That, these are things that are not in the Bible. Okay. In fact, now to be honest with you, some of the easiest things to refute uh, are those mm -hmm. extra-biblical things. Because mm -hmm. all you have to ask someone is where you find that in the Bible. Right, And if right. you can't find it in the Bible, then, of course, you cannot proof-text it. So, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but it is a notion, but if the question is asked like you asked, is mm -hmm. it in the Bible? There is There's no, no support pre, at all. No support, no support at all support for at all. a pre-endemic race. No. Okay, all right. So they, can, they need to banish that thought. Absolutely. Okay, all right. <laughs> because the Bible says it does talk about the fact that Adam was, you know, the first one to be created. So that's right. either God is telling the truth or he's not. That's right. Okay. <laughs> All right then. Um, okay, now we're going to skip to uh, Abraham. What 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 is Abraham's bosom? Um, you hear people talk about that, uh, Abraham's bosom. What does that, can you just kind of tell us what that Abraham's bosom entail? Is it heaven? Uh, paradise? What is What is Abraham's bosom all about? Well, that's interesting. It is interesting. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there is a way of looking at it which isn't necessarily wrong. I have a, a tendency theologically to believe that Abraham's bosom is the same as heaven. However, it could be that if it's not the same as heaven, it's definitely the doorway to it. Okay. okay? The doorway okay. to it. Okay. Uh, but uh, it's just another, uh, to me, a way of, of, of saying or talking about heaven. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what we know. That just as there are three hells mm -hmm. talked about in the Bible, mm -hmm. right? Uh, we know that if we talk in terms of uh, hell, we have to talk about uh, Hades, mm -hmm. okay? Hades, Sheol, Tartarus, mm -hmm. and Gehenna. then Gehenna. Mm -hmm. These are the three hells. Mm -hmm. yeah? So if there are three hells, then also we know in the Bible that there are three heavens. And so it could be that there's some, you know, that the term heaven is a, 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 has some, some definitions that also, can be like what we look at in terms of hell. Okay. But definitely we know that Abraham's bosom, anybody who's in Abraham's bosom, if it's not heaven, they're going to heaven. Okay? Uh -huh. They're in a good place. They're in a good place. Okay. Yeah, you are right. Now, the question becomes then, how do we know that? Okay. Well, once again, the Bible. Okay, the Bible uh, gives the answer. In Luke chapter 16, where pretty much it's laid out, okay, now, nothing's wrong with someone thinking that Abraham's bosom is just heaven, mm -hmm. but if it's uh, possible, uh, you know, heaven's a big place, just mm -hmm. as, as we see hell, right. we think right. it, that could be here. But it's no doubt when we look at Luke chapter 16, verse uh, uh, 19, what it says, right? There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day, right? And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and designed to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Real bad. Dogs weren't like Grin 1010. Yeah. <laughs> they were savage dogs. Savage dogs, like correct. Okay. Verse 22, And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels 
into Abraham's bosom. So we know right off the bat, that's a good place. Oh, yeah. Definitely. definitely uh, this is like going to heaven. Okay? Now, it could be that it's a higher level, you go into heaven later, or that I don't know. We don't know. But definitely carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes. Now, it's very to know that the Greek word for hell here is not Gehenna, mm-hmm. which is final hell, final hell, which man winds up in after the white throne judgment. Right. This one is Hades, okay? So, but still it's hell. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we can look hell at is hell. Hell is hell. <laughs> and Abraham's wisdom is heaven, so heaven is heaven. Right. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and sees Abraham's afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Okay? And it gets interesting. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. So even though this is not Gehenna, mm-hmm. okay, the hell that he's in, still there's flames there. And, right. Uh, and torment we see uh, happening there. But Abraham said, Son, remember, that thou in thy lifetime receives thy good things. And Abraham is, is uh, in a... Uh, heaven here, Abraham's bosom it's called, and likewise Lazarus, evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there's a great gulf fix, so the weights are passed from fence to you cannot, and uh, vice versa. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE, 844-57-BIBLE. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join Mike Gallagher and me in Israel. Salem Media Group, in partnership with Inspiration Cruises and Tours, is headed back to the Holy Land this October for a 10-day trip to give you unprecedented access and views of a world you've likely only read or heard about. This is your opportunity to finally visit Israel. Register today, worry-free, until July 6th with no cancellation fees at StandWithIsraelTour.com. This is Daryl Wood. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it has literally changed the way I sleep. The pillows don't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen premium my pillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a queen size premium go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listeners square and use the promo code run to win you will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including the giza dreams bed sheets the my pillow mattress topper and my pillow towel sets or call 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 800-919-5912 and use the promo code run to win at checkout for the best night's sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com 
Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Moss and Sister Moss with me today, and uh, just so great being with her. She told me to make sure that I tell you guys, okay, so I'm going to be an obedient husband to send donations to support our radio ministry. We definitely appreciate that. You can send those donations to P.O. Box 05877. That's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministry. That's what goes to support this radio program uh, that you will be hearing on uh, this particular uh, program. We appreciate it so very much. Remember, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Any donation you give will be greatly appreciated. And if you have a question of your very own, you can call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, around the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. All right, Sister Moss, another okay. question you have? Okay, well, you you were all done with Abraham's bosom, correct? Uh-huh. Okay, all right, so we know that that is another place um, that's referred to as heaven. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. It's very synonymous with Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, yeah, the next one's going right along with uh, A. We're going starting at <clears throat> the letter A. What does anathema mean? What does anathema mean? What does it mean? Okay, I'll tell you what. It's to pronounce a tongue, anathema, anathema. I have to break it down like that, anathema. Well, well, I'll tell you what, Mary, not only is it a hard uh, term to, like, break down like you're saying, I understand, Uh but it's a harsh term. Uh It is very, very harsh. Okay. Uh, This is something where in the Bible, basically, it says, look out. Okay. Okay? That's that's, that's actually what it means, to look out. In a sense. In a sense. Mm -hmm. It uh, it is strong. The context in which we find it explains it. Mm -hmm. But it lets us know that the Bible, theology, and God, nothing to play with. Okay. Nothing to play with. Uh, Over in 1 Corinthians, uh, chapter 16, verse 20, I mean, wow, where it says, Let's start at verse 19, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 19. The churches of Asia salute you. Paul is finishing his letter, and so he's, you know, uh, uh, just giving salutes to people. The churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord with the church that is in their house. Now, that tells us something, that in the early church, they met in homes. They met in homes. Yeah, they they met in homes. And Uh, and and since the pandemic, we've been sort of kind of doing that. Uh, 
during the pandemic, you know. Well, you're right. A lot it's of it has been done at home and everything. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but but back then, uh, the homes that's where the uh, church buildings weren't built till later. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, the number of people coming into the state uh, prompted that. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, but definitely, we know that the church is not the building. That's it's right. I think you know. It's not the building. But, uh, people need to realize that it's not the building. It's, it's the, the building. people. Yeah. The building don't go up in the rapture. No, it does not. No, it stays put. Yeah. And possibly, he said, possibly, that we take this building of big churches too far. We do. Not to say it is wrong to do. Right. But uh, now we're on another subject. Yeah, just, let's get off that subject. <laughs> back on. We want to know what anathema is. But, but does say, he's writing to the church that is in their house, right? Then verse 20, all the brethren greet you. Greet you one another with a holy kiss. Okay. The salutation of me, Paul, that's like a handshake, but you know, they kissed in uh, Greek society, you can, mm-hmm. on the cheek, nothing, you know, male and female, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 21, the salutation of me, Paul, with my own, if any man love not the Lord, uh, Jesus Christ, let him be anathema, mm-hmm. maranatha, okay? Now, the word anathema basically means let them be a curse. A curse. That strong. That's strong. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right? Where he says again, if any man love not the Lord, Jesus Christ, okay, let him be cursed. Cursed. That's what wow. anathema means. Now, it's strong there. It's even stronger somewhere else. This is why I'm encouraging people to come to the apologetics conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go anywhere where you can get any good teaching on apologetics. Mm-hmm. We're going to be really getting into it deeply uh, and strictly on August 28th. Uh, in uh, August, September, and October, mm-hmm. in much. But uh, notice what it says in Galatians. And Paul wasn't playing. Okay? This is the kind of uh, language that separates, uh, let us say, the men from the boys okay. in terms of this, where it says in Galatians chapter 1, okay, um, in verse 8 to 9, okay, uh, where, 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 and, and let me read more of this because it's just, I, I hate to miss it, where it says here in Galatians 1 in verse 6, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ and to another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that troubled you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Then he says this. So first he's, he's upset at it. Then he says, but though we, or an angel from heaven, almost as if Paul is looking down into the future and seeing what happened to the Mormons, mm-hmm. where the angel Moroni uh, comes to Joseph Smith and tells him some stuff. Well, he nip, Paul nips that in the bud right here. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Same word. Anathema. Mm. So we see then that uh, that is warning people to make sure that they are biblical and that they have the biblical Jesus okay, and, the, and a biblical salvation. Not to say that we have to agree on everything. You can be pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, n- no problem. I get so fed up, Sister Mark, mm-hmm. with people that are arguing about things that aren't important mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. They just we, need to agree, agree upon the essentials. Correct? The essentials, yeah, just the mm-hmm. essential mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be debating with someone on mid-trib, pre-trib, and post-trib. Right. It doesn't prove anything. Mm-hmm. Jesus said you don't know the day or the hour. That's just right. get ready when right. it comes. That's right. So I always separate. Uh, just like the Plymouth, Plymouth Brethren, mm-hmm. they believe in dunking a person in the water three times, right. you know. 
And that's okay. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Okay? If that's what you do, do it. Uh, Baptist church, we just do it once. Okay? Mm-hmm. Some it of, means they have to hold their breath Hold their breath a little longer. Right? They get dug three times. Three times. But, uh, but these aren't things to argue about. But Absolutely it, not. But it amazes me the people who just want to debate and argue. Apologetics has a place. We're going to talk about all that mm-hmm. in the conference. Mm-hmm. But we're dealing with essentials, right? Mm-hmm. But notice, because this is, this is a, uh, what it says, right? Okay? And then he says in verse 9, Galatians 1 and 9, as we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's how important it is when you come against the essential doctrines of the Christian faith. Okay, so if you're preaching another gospel, you're preaching another Jesus, and you're not just not being biblical, then you can be guilty of anathema. That you didn't can. Yeah, you can. Okay. There's no doubt Becoming about it. Becoming cursed. Becoming cursed. Okay. That is why people need to go to their churches with the Bible. <clears throat> they need to know what the essential doctrines of the Christian faith are. Mm-hmm. And they also need to know something about the kingdom of the cults, which we're going to cover. We're going to cover evolution, mm-hmm. atheism, everything will be covered. I've got a pile. And I haven't shown you the pile yet, mm-hmm. all the lessons mm-hmm. I have, mm-hmm. that people are going to take home with it. No one will come to the apologetics conference without teaching li- taking literature home. Right. And uh, pretty f- soon they're going to find out they have a substantial amount of it uh, that they'll be able to go to and use and have it right on hand to deal with folks. But uh, some very important stuff. All right. You want to give that number again, Pastor, just in case someone wants to call in, perhaps make a comment on what we've been talking about thus far? Definitely I can. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss and Sister Moss. I'm here. Just waiting for your call. Got her working today. It's, it's, it's great. It's great, great having you. It makes it easier on me. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Sister Moss, what's our next question? Our next question, we still dealing with the alphabet A. Uh, the next question is, what is the Abrahamic covenant? Okay. The Abraham. Bible talks about different covenants. What about the Abrahamic covenant? What does it entail? Well, I'll tell you what. It's an awesome covenant. It is an awesome covenant, uh, and it's very, uh, I mean, it is very uh, uh, powerful in what it says, mm-hmm. what it says. Mm-hmm. And notice, it's in the book of Genesis, right? The book right. of Genesis. Book of beginning. And it's something, yeah, something that we need to understand uh, here uh, as we look at this, uh, where we see the Abrahamic covenant, Abraham is chosen. Okay? Let's find out why. Over in Genesis chapter 12 is the first place we go. Okay. We this, okay. And so it helps us to understand what God's plan is. God started making his plans from the very beginning. And his plan was not just to bless only Jewish people. Got to realize that. That wasn't his plan. His plan was to use them to minister to where his real heart was to all the world. To all the world. That's what the real goal was, right? But, of course, he's using them as his servants to do this. And so what we see in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1 Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curses thee. People look at them and say, oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. Look at the Jews. Look at what he's doing with them. Mm -hmm. Making them the best nation, the greatest nation no, no. They are becoming his servants. Mm-hmm. What is his real target? Mm-hmm. What is the target of God here? Notice, once again, 
Genesis 12 and 2, and I will make of thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Mm. That tells you the thing. It wasn't for him to create the Jews and make them greater than all the nations. He's using them as his servants to redeem mankind. Okay? That all families, all nations, right, will be blessed. That was the purpose. That's what the Abrahamic covenant is about. Mm-hmm. Because it is through the bloodline of Abraham who comes. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's what it's dealing with here. That's what the Abrahamic covenant is about. It's not some kind of, you know, exalting the Jews. They become his servants, okay? Uh, His goal, to rescue all of mankind. And then the most important thing is, uh, this really was God preaching the gospel to Abraham. Okay. Okay. You ever heard that before, Sister Mark? Yeah. <laughs> you have heard it, huh? <laughs> okay. Well, you've been, you've been listening long enough. I know you've got no doubt in it. But, uh, yeah, in fact, it says here, uh, which a lot of people don't know, that the gospel, the Bible says, the gospel was preached to Abraham. Now, of course, that would mean that in the Old Testament, the gospel was preached, okay? <laughs> what was that gospel? Well, over in... Uh, Galatians chapter 3 is where we see it. Okay. In Galatians, okay? okay. Now, uh, now the thing that's interesting about this, right, you normally think of the gospel, you well, that's the New Testament. Right, right. Well, okay. Not that, so, huh? Not, not necessarily so, okay? The Bible says in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 8, let's read into it, because many people, no doubt, listening have not uh, uh, gotten into this, where it says in verse 6, Galatians 3 and 6, it says, even as Abraham believed God, he believed God for God told him. Uh-huh. Uh, what we read in Genesis chapter 12, he believed that. Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Why? Because he had faith in God. That is correct. Right? No law at that time, because Moses, when the law wasn't given, right? So it says okay, uh, uh, here, even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. And that's how we are saved also, by grace, not by works. At least any man should boast, right? It says in verse 8, And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, okay, just as Abraham was justified through faith, okay, it says that uh, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham saying, in thee shall all nations be blessed. That's why the Jews were used, to bless the whole world. Okay? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay? Uh, then verse 9, so then they that are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, cursed is everyone that continues not in all the things which are written in the book of the law to do them. So basically this is just saying that the law... Uh, uh, exposes our sins. Mm-hmm. Our sins are saved by trusting in what God has done through Jesus Christ and based upon the Abrahamic covenant. And we see here that the gospel was preached in to, to Abraham way back in Genesis. Powerful stuff. Wow, that is something. Well, let me let me um, kind of give you uh, actually something else pertaining to this Abrahamic covenant, uh, Pastor. Are we included in the Abrahamic covenant? 
Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because uh, through them, through them, mm-hmm. that was the purpose of the Abrahamic covenant. That through them, all nations, all nations of the world would be blessed. Isn't that something? Bible is uh, is, is very clear uh, in uh, in explaining that that uh, this was done. The plan was to uh, uh, bless everyone. Okay? Notice, in, again, at verse eight, I think, and there's other places we can see it as well. For the scripture foreseen that God would justify the heathen. That's just another word for Gentile. Right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> justify the heathen through faith. Preach before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee, now watch here, all nations mm-hmm. shall be blessed. All nations. All nations. Not just Jews. Not just Jews. Because, you know, there's something over. That only applies to just the Jews only. They're not looking at it. In fact, over in, that um, in the different uh, areas of nations or now, countries. Now, it's possible that that could uh, uh, boost uh, in a Jewish person's head, you know, I'm somebody. Right. But over in Deuteronomy, uh, God came against that. He said, I didn't pick you because you were the best. Right. But y'all still stiff neck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, he did. He did. He yeah. did say that. Yeah. So it's not about that at all. Mm-hmm. They, basically, they become his servants, uh, the vehicles used to bring the whole world to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. All right, then. Okay. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Samaritas serves almost 20,000 people each year across the lower peninsula of Michigan. If you hadn't heard the name Samaritas prior to joining, it might be because prior to 2016, we were known as Lutheran Social Services of Michigan. Founded more than 80 years ago by a missionary who came to Detroit to help the poor, we've grown over the years to be one of the state's largest faith-based nonprofits. In our child and family area, we provide services that focus around child welfare, outreach, and preservation. We help refugees find housing and medical care, help enroll the children in school, connect them with community support such as job training and ESL classes, and guide them in their journey to assimilate in their new country. At Samaritas House Heartline in Detroit, we help women who are transitioning back into the community from prison. Our family center helps families experiencing homelessness with temporary housing, job training, child care, and medical services. Visit Samaritas.org to learn more about our services and how you can help make a positive impact today. Westside Christian Academy in Detroit is now enrolling for fall 2021. Westside Christian Academy offers a strong academic curriculum and a firm Christian perspective for life. From pre-K to 8th grade, Westside Christian Academy students receive a high-quality, Christ-centered education at an affordable tuition rate. Westside Christian Academy provides a family-friendly environment and small class sizes. Graduates of WCA have gone on to the best high schools in Metro Detroit and colleges worldwide. The alumni roll call comprises pastors, teachers, ministry workers, and people who work in every sector of life. Set your child up for success by enrolling them in the 2021 school year at Westside Christian Academy, where Jesus and education are offered daily. Enrollment for the 2021-2022 school year at Westside Christian Academy is now open. Contact the admissions office at 313-255-5760 or visit westsideca.org for more information. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then just three months later, a U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others. Everybody out there, we have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Fallen Angel, Extortion 1-7. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. 
Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on odyssey.com today. number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible talk with uh, Pastor Moss and Sister Moss, Sister Moss with me, and it makes me so glad, happy happy to have her, good to have her here assisting me uh, on this day. Uh, Mary, what's your next question? Our next question is dealing with uh, businesses, this is, this is going to be a tough one to pronounce, but I am going to do my best, because we're still dealing with the alphabet A. Alphabet A. Okay. What is annihilationism? Okay, annihilationism. Yes. Annihilationism. An- annihil... <laughs> You're tongue-tied, Annihilationism. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That is the doctrine that rather than people suffering in hell mm-hmm. um, eternally, mm-hmm. Everlasting from everlasting. Okay. That they're going to be annihilated, completely wiped away. Okay. In hell. Okay. Okay. So that is something that is taught by the Jehovah's Witnesses and also by the Seventh-day Adventists. Okay. They teach that doctrine. Okay. Uh, And basically their rationale behind it is not really what the Bible says. No. The rationale is that God is too loving a God. To have a person burn forever. Burn forever okay. and ever. Okay? That just is not something God would do, blah, 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 blah. Okay? Uh, not realizing the fact that uh, God never did make hell for man anyway. No, he did not. It says in Matthew chapter 25, he made it for the devil, devil and his, his angels. angels. That's it. That's what he made it for. Okay? Mm-hmm. So if you go there. If you go there. You make the choice. You make okay? the choice. Because it was made for the devil and his angels. Uh uh, and so what happens is uh, this, uh, you know, it causes problems when you look at the Bible and it says one thing, and then you hear some folks uh, like the Seventh-day Adventists and the Jehovah's Witnesses saying something, something, totally different. something totally different. Mm-hmm. Now, if we look at the language of the text, first of all, when we deal with it, uh, hell is going to be a rough place. Okay? Yes, it it's is. It's a rough place. Yeah. It's yeah. a place of torment. And mm-hmm. I've been looking at a lot of writers who... Uh, definitely, we know hell is a literal place, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are burning in fire, but the fire, no doubt, is going to be kind of different than the, the kind fire of we have yeah, today. The temporary yeah. stuff we have yeah, today. It's temporary, yeah. And it's not going to be dealing with uh, burning people in these kind of bodies. That's right. It's something called a damnation body, talked about in John 5, mm-hmm. that we see being dealt with here. Mm-hmm. But there's no doubt about it that the language of Revelation chapter 14 is absolutely clear. I mean, it's just as clear as a bell. No way to get away from it, in my estimation. But of course, if you're Jehovah's Witness or Seventh-day Adventist, you, you can do it. Okay? Here, in Revelation chapter um, uh, 14, verse 6, it says this. Okay? It says, And 
And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel. Here, angels, it's during the tribulation period. So angels are preaching the gospel because, no doubt, the church has been raptured, right? Uh, no church to do it. They're, they're underground, so God let an angel preach it. Uh, preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, kindred, and tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God, and give glory to him. For the hour of his judgment is come, and worship him that made heaven and earth, and the sea, and the fountains of waters. And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Okay? And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, okay, here's a crucial, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in their forehead or in their hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone. Okay? Says that. Mm -hmm. In the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. Okay? So here, the Lamb is Jesus. The angels are there. They're going to be viewing this punishment. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay? Viewing this punishment. Mm -hmm. okay? Verse 11. And the smoke of their torment ascends up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and its image and whosoever receives the mark of his name. Now, uh, tell me where annihilation is happening there. doesn't sound like any at all taking place. It doesn't sound like you've been, been alienated. Annihilated. I had to laugh about it, but... There in that passage, it like that at all. there's nothing in there that even smacks of any kind of annihilation no, scenario. No, okay? It doesn't. No. Now, now, to say, well, God would be too loving to allow someone to be uh, uh, to suffer in hell eternally. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I, I would say this to you. If you go there on your own choice, your own free will, it would be wrong for God to violate your choice of what you have chosen to do. That is okay? true. You had a choice to either accept him or not, and you chose to go in another direction. Okay? Uh, and so, uh, but the most important thing here is it's not back, uh, backed up by the Bible. Okay? Mm -hmm. But let's say that I gave grace. Let's say that I would give grace, Sister Mark, to the um, uh, Jehovah Witnesses and some grace to the Seventh-day Adventists. Mm -hmm. And let's say, okay, well... Uh, so you say for him to be suffering, for someone to suffer in hell forever and ever is wrong. Well, still, if we didn't go there, okay, is this better over in Revelation chapter 20? Okay. Revelation chapter 20. Now we know that what happens to the uh, uh, Antichrist and the beast, right? Mm -hmm. They get thrown into hell. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Satan doesn't. Mm -hmm. Satan uh, is uh, allowed uh, during the millennium to steal tenth people. Mm -hmm. But we know that the uh, the uh, Antichrist okay, and the false prophet are in hell. Mm -hmm. okay? They're in hell at the beginning of the millennium. Okay? Uh, they're, they're in hell at the beginning of the millennium. So what it tells us is very interesting. Over in Revelation chapter 20, okay, and in verse 7, it says, and when the thousand years are expired, that's after the thousand year millennium is over, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. He'd been in the bottomless pit. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay? Um, he, now, Satan had been in the bottomless pit 
4, and when the thousand years expire, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. So he has been in, uh, locked in uh, the bottomless pit for about a thousand years. Mm -hmm. Satan has. Uh, Want to know what happened to him? We'll find out right after this break. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Samaritas serves almost 20,000 people each year across the lower peninsula of Michigan. If you hadn't heard the name Samaritas prior to joining, it might be because prior to 2016, we were known as Lutheran Social Services of Michigan. Founded more than 80 years ago by a missionary who came to Detroit to help the poor, we've grown over the years to be one of the state's largest faith-based nonprofits. In our child and family area, we provide services that focus around child welfare, outreach, and preservation. We help refugees find housing and medical care, help enroll the children in school, connect them with community support such as job training and ESL classes, and guide them in their journey to assimilate in their new country. At Samaritas House Heartline in Detroit, we help women who are transitioning back into the community from prison. Our family center helps families experiencing homelessness with temporary housing, job training, child care, and medical services. Visit Samaritas.org to learn more about our services and how you can help make a positive impact today. We all want a solid Christian education for our kids and grandchildren, but sometimes it's just too expensive, right? Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy in Detroit to offer middle school students 50% off tuition at tuitionvouchers.com. Combining Christian teaching and academic excellence, Westside Christian Academy prepares students to be productive citizens and future leaders with a Christ-centered worldview. Set your child up for success by enrolling them for the 2021 school year at Westside Christian Academy at half off. They provide a family-friendly environment. Small class size is perfect for 6th, 7th, and 8th grade students. Restrictions do apply, so read those carefully. Only a few tuition vouchers remain, so go to tuitionvouchers.com now or click on the tuition vouchers tab at faithtalkdetroit.com. It's half off tuition for Westside Christian Academy only at tuitionvouchers.com. All right, great to be with you here on the Bible Talk program. We're about to wrap it up. I've had a good time here with Sister Moss, and hopefully uh, you have as well, looking at some very pertinent questions uh, dealing with, uh, with the uh, Bible, and uh, in some cases here, doctrines that uh, just aren't quite biblical as they should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're looking at uh, the whole idea that uh, Jehovah's Witnesses teach, 
as uh, the same as um, uh, there's some other groups that teaches as well, like the Seventh Day Adventists, that in hell the wicked will be annihilated uh -huh. because God would not be tormenting them. A loving God would not uh, do that. However, we need to realize no one goes to hell without trampling over the blood and the cross of Jesus Christ. That's right. They choose it, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and we need to look at the fact that the scripture says the opposite of what these cults teach. Over here in Revelation chapter 20 and verse 7, And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. He's been in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. Mm -hmm. At the end of that time, he's let out. God, God gives him every opportunity to... Uh, keep, you know, to see, to, to test mankind, right. to see if mankind's going to follow either God or Satan. Mm -hmm. right? Verse 8, and shall go out to deceive the nations, which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog. Okay? We read about this war in Ezekiel 37, 38, and 39. Uh, it's going to happen again during the, um, uh, 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 here at the millennium. Uh, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. That's a quick battle. They come against God and he just devours them. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. Now here's the interesting thing. Okay? Mm -hmm. Verse 10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast, okay, that's the Antichrist, and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Now, the thing that's interesting here, okay, they've been here for a thousand years mm -hmm. before the devil gets cast into hell, mm. okay? So, if annihilation is true, why aren't they already burned up? Okay. They're not. Okay? They're not. So, but, so maybe, uh, you know, for them to burn forever and ever, according to your witnesses and some of the Adventists, that's, that's bad. God wouldn't do that. But uh, what's merciful about being in hell for a thousand years? Mm. Nothing's merciful about that either. No, no. We just got to face the fact that it's going to be exactly like the Bible says uh, in Revelation 20 uh, and 10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of brims uh, fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Okay? Yeah, so that's what the Bible says. And uh, when the Bible speaks, the only thing we can do is listen. All right, well, that's it. When the Bible speaks, Bible speaks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, boss, good to have had you on. It was good to be here. And all you listeners, we didn't get many callers we today. We didn't get any calls but, today. You know, we'll Call the next time. We'll be back. We'll be, be back. We'll be back. We'll be God bless you. We'll see you next time. God bless. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power Come on. in the name Jesus. Come on, you declare it. There is power. There is power, there is power in the name, in the name of Jesus. We know where it is to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Come on, say to break every, break every chain, break every chain.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.